Welcome back, everybody, for week five, DraftKings DFS. We got the iFantasize Daily Boys here with Easy Taught Me DFS, Hunter Ramsey. Got uh, Chaz Vesser on the line. How we feeling, boys? Excited to be back. Yeah, man, ready to roll. How are you? Doing good, man. COVID-free. Unlike yeah. about half the league here. Unlike half the league. <laughs> so things are looking up. Uh, it's going to be interesting. I think we started with a 12-game slate. Now we're down to about 10, I think, with some games moving. So hopefully what we're talking about still uh, still has some merit come Sunday. Uh, but we'll see. Wild times in NFL. Anyways, let's get it rolling here. So first one I got on the list is the Philadelphia Eagles traveling to Pittsburgh Steeler coming off a uh, – a mini buy here after their their Titans game got canceled. We got um, the Steelers at home. It was about a seven and a half point favorite. Only a forty four implied total here. Um, kind of low, I think we've seen on on some of these. Um, Hunter, I'll let you kick this off. You got any initial thoughts here on on Eagles Steelers? Yeah. So um, initially with the Steelers, it was simply the Steelers defense. Um, that was the play that really stood out to me. I know we're starting off with a banger here with the Steelers defense, but yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know losing losing two games already, which I think had you know quite a bit of plays in them. I think James Conner becomes a decent shot now uh, with Clyde Edwards-Helaire not on it, with Derrick Henry not on it. Um, I think Deontay Johnson is probably too cheap if he still has the same role coming back after concussion. I don't know why he wouldn't. So. Um, I think those three plays on Pittsburgh are definitely interesting and, and, and good price plays as well for what they're capable of producing. Chaz, you got any uh, interest on the other side, on the Eagles? No, no thanks on this one. Uh, plenty of other options for me. Um, I agree with Hunter. I'm high on Connor this week. And I think Sanders pretty. is still in play. I think Sanders is in play on the other side. He's still getting all the usage at running back, all the touches. Um I think even against a tough defense, I think he's got the ability to go out there and catch five or six balls, get in the end zone, uh, beat that price tag. Yeah, I think he's definitely bet on the volume, hope for the best, and a bad matchup here. I mean, I just feel like Philly, I think they said they had like 11 or 12 people on IR. I mean, the whole line's banged up. They got basically no playmakers. I think they got Deshaun and Alshon trying to like force their way back. I mean, but they're – I don't know, on the <laughs> opposite side of their, yeah. their prime years and hobbled. So, I, yeah, I just – I don't know. Without Sanders, there's just really no playmakers. Um, I think maybe another one to add, I I, I like the, the Pittsburgh passing attack in this one. I think, as we've seen, Philly's a, a pass funnel. Um, so, getting Deontay Johnson back, I think, puts – you know, puts, puts them in play. And then, you know, another one we've not mentioned is probably Eric Ebron. I like him this week. Um, you know, Philly struggled against tight ends all year. And this year it's a little wild, I think, with tight end, how that position's going. It's so up or down. It's either a week where no one hits or, or everyone hits. So, you know, if if it's going to be as unpredictable as it is and, you know, Ebron comes in under-owned, I'll probably try to get a little bit of him given, you know, he's got a shot to legitimately get, you know, two, three touchdowns in the game. Um, yeah. So he might be someone, on you know, turning rocks over looking for tight ends. He might scurry out. So, um, Yeah. I'm glad yeah, you mentioned no, that. Go that ahead, was one I was, I was thinking about literally in the car on the way home, and I forgot about it. I didn't have him in my player pool at all, and I'm glad you – I was listening to something, and I'm glad you mentioned Ebron because I do think he has – or he's in a good spot, and 
I do like them at that price point for sure. Yep. Yep. Anything else on this one, boys? On like we said, we I think the Steelers need squarely in play as well. So keep All it rolling. Right. Uh, a little bit more exciting here. We've got the Carolina Panthers still saying CMC here on a uh, upset win at Arizona. They're traveling to struggling, you know, uh, Atlanta Falcons, my old hometown team here. Uh, we got a uh, 53 and a half point uh, total here that was bet up from, from the 51. We've got Atlanta as a slight favorite at home, um, just a two point spread there. Um, Chaz, you got any uh, any thoughts on this one? Anybody we like on on either side? Yeah, I mean the obvious, Mike Davis here. I mean, I think he's a lock in cash. Honestly, I mean, I think that it, I mean, he's going to be obviously the high, most, maybe behind Zeke, uh, one of the top owned running backs. Um, but I, I like it here. He's in a good spot again. Um, I don't know what's going on with the receivers with um, Atlanta. I mean, Ridley, Julio, they're hurt. They're not hurt. They're fine. Ridley goes out and puts up a zero last week. Like. I don't know. I mean, I think he's still obviously in a good position always, uh, but I, it was weird last week. Um, other than that, that's really, I know Bridgewater's, it's not for me. Uh, I know a lot of people are on him, so I may pass that on the other side. Um, but Mike Davis, DJ Moore screwed me too many times now. I'm not on him. Um, so other than that, that's about it for me. Yeah, this game, man, we, we just got to figure out the game script, I think. I think that's going to be the toughest part of this game. I mean, there's a lot of viable plays, um, but it's depending on game flow. Uh, Gurley, obviously, in a great matchup, but I don't think he's going to get the run if they fall behind early. Uh, if, if Atlanta can stay in the game consistently or get an early lead, I think Gurley's an awesome play. Um Bridgewater and both pass catchers and Robbie and DJ Moore are underpriced for the matchup. Atlanta's been torched. They are losing other guys on the secondary currently as well. Um, Chaz, you mentioned Mike Davis. I, I haven't played him yet in DFS, and so, like, I don't think I can play him now that he's at his highest price, even though he's in a great matchup. I just – a rule I have. Um, but then on the other side with Atlanta pass catchers, man, with Julio most likely looking out uh, – Ridley's second highest price receiver, man, I, that that's going to be one of the toughest uh, decision points for me. I, I don't know if I can get to him, to be honest with you. Uh, I've never got him right, and he just seems the highest price he's ever been. The defense can hone in on him. Um, I would much rather play a men price 3K. You want to uh, try to pronounce Ola, it? <laughs> Ola, Ola Mide Zakias. Uh, who, I mean, dude, last year he got some run, and and he he showed out when he got the snaps. Um, he gets targets. He's an athletic little small guy, but um, he gets it done. And at three K, you don't need a lot. We know Atlanta's pass heavy. Um, we know this is a fifty. What'd you say, Connor? Fifty-five point total. Um, yeah, so we're talking about a we're talking about a wide receiver two, wide receiver three at 3K in a good price where the defense might decide to lock in on Calvin Ridley instead of him. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's I think that's a good place to go. And the only, the only issue with playing him is like, I mean, what, we pay up for Zeke and then we pay up at quarterback and tight end. Like, it, it's tough to go with the salary. Um, but, but, yeah, I mean, him at 3K, I, I like Olamide Zakias. 
Yeah, I mean, maybe we can talk about it later. I, I actually think paying up for QB this year is viable, uh, just given what we've seen with some of the top guys. Uh, granted, we got a lot of these guys moving with the slate, so, you know, we'll see how it shakes out. Yeah, I feel like this yeah. this game has a lot of talking points. I mean, you've got on the Carolina side, like, who's your alpha receiver? I think last week I was on Robbie Anderson, gets tackled at the one. You know, he misses the – uh 100 yard bonus by one uh, yard and then doesn't get the touchdown we could have made some money with him um i think it's a 1a 1b situation with him and dj Moore. i think it's it's more the routes they run i think dj now is like the downfield guy and it's like flip where robbie's now like the intermediate so i think that's why we've seen some more consistency there so i still think there's going to be a blow up dj Moore game in there i mean he's just he's getting too much usage um i feel like this is a good bounce back kind of post hype week after he gave everybody a dud, yeah. um, you know, I played him in cash. So, but then played Robbie Anderson in tournaments. That's never, you know, it's never a good play when you got a cash guy and a, and a, a different view on tournaments. But I, I think DJ Moore, this, this could be a bounce back spot. I agree. I think I'm actually leaning more Panthers in this one. It's, it's a little bit more, more straightforward. You know, we know it's going to go to Mike Davis. We know DJ Moore is going to be involved. We know Robbie Anderson is. I, I think it's murkier on the other side with Atlanta where you're throwing darts a little bit. So it's going to be harder for me to get on get on Atlanta, guys, I think. And plus, I think I just like Carolina outright to win this game. Uh, I think they're playing better. So, um, but yeah, like you said, it's it's I think if we can figure this one out or, or you hit a couple of these right, it's, um, you know, there, it, it's going to be a good game environment. So um, Atlanta, Atlanta's favored, right? Yeah, they're favored by two, but it's come down. It started at three and a half. Now it's only down to two. And that like three point numbers, like one of those thresholds. So once you kind of get below that three, it's a, it's basically a pick them at that point. So because Gurley Gurley was my early lean. Like he, he's he's cheap. He's gonna get the ball in the red zone. Um, I mean, Panthers D besides Kenyon Drake, who's absolute garbage, has been torched. Um, I mean, man, if Gurley gets in the end zone twice, which the Falcons can move the ball, get in the red zone, like I, I think that's a, a possibility, like like a a likely possibility. Or uh, Gurley gets in twice, and um, yeah, man, I just think that's something I want to invest in this week. So I think that's my early lane is to get a little Gurley in there. Yeah, a little Gurley never hurt anybody. Yeah, I think if you can get the touchdowns, you're in the clear. I just worry that you get bad variance there or something. Um, but yeah, if he hits, yeah. if he hits in the red zone, I mean, he, um, I think he can definitely pay off. What's he priced the, uh, Closing words there, Chaz. Yeah. What was Gurley priced at? Like 56 or 57. Let me see. Yeah. 5,700. 57. 57. Another one I haven't really looked into much, but interesting. All right. I mean, he, if they get in the red zone, man, they're get they're giving him the rock. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we should be playing running backs against the against the Panthers for sure. Yeah. So we'll see. I don't know. Again, this I'm hoping. Well, I'm hoping we get some stone evidence on Julio being out, and then um, get a little bit more insight into this game as the week goes on. But definitely, definitely want to want to pay attention to. Yeah, definitely, definitely worth monitoring the end of the week practice reports there. Okay, moving on. We've got the Kansas City Chiefs at home against the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, Chiefs are a 13-point favorite at home. Uh, got a 
gain total here. Um, pair of two uh, AFC rivals. Uh, Hunter, you got any uh, any thoughts on this one? Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Edward Zolaire, I'm sorry. I, I know previously I said he was on the slate, but I was thinking about KC in New England last weekend. Um, but no, Edward Zolaire, I think is in an awesome, I think both running backs actually in this game, Edward Zolaire and also Josh Jacobs, I want a piece of. Um, I know targeting running backs in a negative game script usually isn't ideal, but um, it's a price play. It's an efficiency play going against a bad run D. I think he's going to get some passing work. And so um, Clyde, Edwards, Clyde Edwards Hilaire and Josh Jacobs are two guys that uh, I'm going to be heavily invested in this week. Do we have any, um, we have any love for continued success out of Darren Waller on the other side? If we think this is a, you know, Raiders projected to be behind kind of the main weapon. Like how do how are we viewing the the Raiders passing game? I think rugs coming back could maybe cut down on a few. Um, but I I like yeah, well, I like Waller a lot. I mean, they're gonna be trailing, I think, and they're gonna be throwing the ball. And like you said, he's the main guy. And still at that price. I like some other options, but I mean, he still prices a you know, upper tier receiver, but either way, I mean, it's definitely something to look at. Did they put Tyrone Matthew on him? Yeah, I got no clue. I, I'm not sure how they're going to match him up. Um, That'd make a pretty big difference, I guess. Yeah, I think I. Um, yeah, I mean that that's something to to look into. I'm not I'm not real sure how they play Matthew on those tight ends or not. Um, I'm not sure actually how he's matched up with anyone this year. Do we know? Um, do we know if? Chris Jones is back for the Chiefs. I feel like if he's out, then I I really like the Josh Jacobs play as a pivot. I mean, if I mean you can already run on the Chiefs. I mean, they're like bottom third in the league, maybe even bottom five against the run. And so I know <clears throat> I know he was out last week. I'm I'm just not sure. But if he's definitely out, if Chris Jones is out, then definitely like uh firing Josh Jacobs. It says he, Jones. It says Jones is full practice Thursday. He's full practice? Okay. Yeah. That's, I, I mean, I still think that you can run on them even when he's there, but that was – I mean, even if he's not 100%, I think that's that's still a good point yeah. on, on Josh Jacobs. Yeah, I like, I like that pivot for sure. Yeah, I mean, the only two pieces really in the Raiders I'm ever interested in are Josh Jacobs or Darren Waller. I don't think I can ever stomach Hunter Renfro in a lineup, to be honest with you guys. I don't – I don't know if that's just me. I just can't no. click that button. Hard <laughs> I was going to ask him, mean, is, is there any other, no other pass catchers? What about Ruggs? No. Edwards, Ruggs, I think Ruggs is probably on a snap count. Like, it's their prize rookie. I don't think they put him out there for everything. Even even weeks one and two, he was running, like, limited snaps, as is. So, uh, that's not something I want to invest in. Yeah, and then I do think always, on the other side, I think I think Mahomes, like Connor, you talked about paying up a quarterback, but yeah, I mean Mahomes can go for over three hundred and four touchdowns here easy. Yeah, I mean maybe that's a good time to to have that plug there. I was listening to some guys here talking about they were saying like if you look at it was Josh Allen, um, Russ Wilson, and Dak Prescott have the three most successful like fantasy campaigns through four weeks like ever, ever, and then. In the top 10, you still have, like, some of the other guys like Mahomes, even Lamar's up there that are in, in the top 10 all time. 
And so the pricing hasn't really caught up to that yet. So I think, you know, this year we're just seeing where, you know, these top four, five, six quarterbacks that can, you know, go for 300 yards, multiple touchdowns and, you know, rushing upside this year, they're just, they're hitting at such an incredible rate that it's probably worth paying up. So if we're finding value everywhere else, I think for me this year, definitely probably going to try to prioritize getting up higher, higher at QB, Um, especially with Josh Allen moving off this slate. I think it condenses down, you know, no cam either. He's up there. So um, I think there's a few guys we can get on this week. Uh, Definitely Mahomes is on the list and any chiefs week, I think too. I mean, you know, we're not giving you (laughs) some real like deep takes here, but I I think Kelsey and Hill are always on, on the board, you know, as a tournament play, Um, they're going to get some ownership. They're going to be high price. So you got to figure out how to make the rest of your, your roster work. But, um, I definitely like um, Mahomes with Kelsey and Hill, uh, and then Edwards earlier this week on the on the Chiefs. One of the mm. no, he's getting the same. I mean, he's running the same. Them target shares Hill. I mean, no, I don't, I like Sammy. I think he's still cheap. Because I mean, obviously, I think Hill and but I always like Swatkins. I always bust on Tyreek, but. Yeah, I mean, I think if I take a shot on anyone else there, I think it's like Hardman, actually. I might take, like, I think he's got into that, like, third receiver role. He's, like, um, he's passed up uh, Demarcus Robinson now. Like, he's got more targets, more outs run, more snaps in the last few weeks. So I think, you know, if you kind of want to take a cheap dart throw in that game, I I probably actually lean maybe Hardman there. Uh, I don't know. I've just never hit a Sammy Watkins game. I have missed. Granted, there's only been a few. Uh, I've missed every single one. So I can't, I can't seem to hit that one. Or Amari's. 40. I mean, 45 and 44. They're both right there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't that's, know. That's, I'm that's actually like Hardman. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. I mean, just look at the so, routes and the targets compared to Tyreek. I know he's not the player Tyreek is, but, I mean, he still has big play potential. Uh, I mean, if he's going to get eight targets a game at that price. Yeah, you know, for sure. I can see it. It makes sense. Um, While we're on, I mean, we've got Kelsey and Waller here, so we might as well bring it up. But this is the first week where I feel like tight end could make a big, big difference in winning and losing. Um, Of course, Kelsey and Waller are two of the best. Andrews is on it. Kittle is on it after a monster performance. Erds without Goddard. Um, I don't know, man. I – I'm having a tough time. I feel like this week's going to come down to tight end, and I haven't figured it out. I'm leaning Kittle. We haven't got to that game yet. But I'm leaning Kittle just based solely off of, like, competition for targets. It's going to be a lot less. And I think that game has a chance to be a little bit tighter than some of the other ones. But I didn't know if you guys had a lean one way or another at tight end so far this, this early in the week. Uh, I think if you had to rank those guys, I'd probably have Kittle first. Uh, it's close. Probably then Kelsey, then Waller, then a then a teardrop, and then maybe Mark Andrews in that order for yeah. me. I mean, they're all tight. They're, as they're in like total, as in like total, like like total projection, like highest projection. No, just general. Like, I know Kittle's going to be the main option. Most targets. Waller's going to be the main option. Yeah. Most targets. Kelsey's could, you know, he, he's got so much competition in that, that offense. Yeah. And then 
Andrews, we'll get to that. I just think you you can run the ball clean over Cincy. I don't, you know, just yeah. there's not enough volume there. I mean, to to bet on him consistently yeah. of the four. That's my big. I mean, that's my big. It's just. Yeah, that's my big. That's my big no with Andrews right now. Is just, I mean, he had two touchdowns last week on three targets and three catches. Like, that's not sustainable. Yeah, the thing with Kittle too. It's like he's look at his price compared to the receivers. I would love him as wide receiver one. I'd be fine with that. Wide receiver two. And at that mm-hmm. price, I'm fine just kind of locking him in there and just rolling with it. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. Okay, so we got Chiefs smashing. Um, okay, next on the list, we've got the L.A. Rams uh, at the Washington football team. I I've, I've kind of come, you know, to like the Washington football team name now. Um, I mean, name a better football team in the NFL. So we've got a 46 and a half implied total, relatively low. Rams on the road are seven and a half point favorite. Uh, we've got Washington making, I mean, the most marquee probably change in the game is, is at the QB position. So Dwayne Haskins benched after four weeks. We've got Kyle Allen who followed uh, Ron Rivera from the Panthers. Um, any thoughts here, Chaz, on how we see that scenario playing out and, and the game is all? No, I mean, I, this game's it's interesting. Um, I mean, it's hard with the Rams. I mean, that running back situation's a, a mess. It's hard to tell what's going to happen. Um, I'm away. I'm off of it completely. Um, the receivers, obviously, Woods Cup. I've got Woods in season long, so I always kind of root that way. But I always love playing Cooper Cup. Um, and then on the other side with Gibson, I – threw him in last week. I've tried to be off of him all year because I thought Bryce Love was going to be the guy. And Nick persuaded me all year that Gibson just stud. <laughs> and I finally jumped on it last week in most of my lineups, and it paid off. So I, I, I like that. Um, so that, that's a direction I'm going to stay on for right now uh, until it busts. Um, and then obviously it's a, interesting with Haskins getting benched. I, I don't know, you know, don't know much else about it, but. The answer is Kyle Allen, Chaz. That's the answer. At $4,100, the answer is Kyle trash. Allen. Ugh. It, no, it's not trash because you can't go wrong with it. I mean – Like, again, it's – it's this this is a weird week because it, it, it's a great value. It's an incredible value. But what does it get you is the question. And – I haven't made enough lineups right now to, to figure it out because I'm I'm struggling with a, like a lot. This is the first week that through four weeks that I've like really really struggled with how I want to go about building. I uh, haven't narrowed anything down, but forty one hundred bucks, man. He he is an awesome awesome spot, awesome awesome value. Um, he can rush. He's got weapons. Um, you've seen what Dwayne Haskins has been doing at five k. You would take that at four at four one. Um, and so like, I think, I think he's a good play. I think he's a really, really good play. I don't think you have to even pair him with anybody, even though we can talk about Logan Thomas. If you guys I'm want so to just let me know, just let me know if y'all want to talk to about it at all anymore. I've listened to it. Too well, no, long. here's the deal. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Never almost, almost 50% of his targets at this point have been uncatchable, literally deemed he could not have a chance of catching the, the ball. And, and now he's got a new quarterback who, we don't know. It, it's a question mark, but that's why we play tournaments. What if, what if he puts it on the numbers? What if he does catch it? What if he's? I don't think anything's going to change with his routes or his targets or anything like that. So if he can just put it on his numbers and he can bring in six, seven, eight catches on his nine to ten targets he's getting, 
maybe fall in the end zone. I mean, that's I'm going back again. <laughs> Call me crazy, but I'm going back again. I will have zero. I'll play Logan Thomas. I'll zero do it. Logan Thomas. But I'll do it. I'm in. Sign I'm me right. up. Yeah, I just man, I just can't do the Kyle Allen thing. I don't. <laughs> you don't need it. I just don't. I mean, I'm trying to look this dude up because I'm pretty sure last year he had he came in when Cam got hurt, had one good game, no one had film, and then I think from then on, he was like, I think he was worse than Jameis. I think he had more turnovers than like Jameis Winston did, and they were terrible. And I think that Carolina team was a better offense than than Washington is. So I just. Yeah, it- it was, hey, McCaffrey, we could have thrown for 200 yards in that offense. Hey, here, right. McCaffrey, go take off. Like, yeah, different now. Yeah, so I just – I don't know if I'm on the um, – I don't know if I'm on the Kyle Allen tra- train. I just really can't – I just don't see myself pulling the trigger there. I mean, I think he's had, you know he's, – he's a game manager, I think, at best. And then at worst, he's like, you know, a turnover machine. That I think could just kill what, him. What do, you, what, do you, what do you need from him? At forty one hundred to to win a to, tournament to win GPP to win a tournament to win a tournament, you you probably need twenty two to twenty five. I was, I think I was gonna say like eighteen. Dude, I mean, 20. you need you got to think about it. Dak, like Dak at seventy two has been going for forty four, forty five. You need at least half that. And you don't need my thing is this week you don't need to pay. It. I mean, what else are you gonna pay up for? Like the second part. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I don't think. You what, need what, it. If, what if he? What if he gets you that twenty-five though? What if he? What if he rushes one in? What if? What if oh, he throws he for three touchdowns? Then you're in a good spot for sure. What's the over/under in this game, Connor? It's only like 40, uh, 46 and a half. Forty-six and a half. I mean, it just. Yeah. I don't hate the price. That's that's the thing. I don't hate the price. I get the thesis of the play for sure. Like it, forty-one definitely doesn't kill you if you get like a. 13 there like it really doesn't I just I mean if I see Kyle and Logan, and Logan top, Thomas and Logan Thomas gets you another Hunter please yeah. stack that I mean between between <laughs> Logan Thomas and Kyle Allen I've spent 7,000 bucks and have gotten 17 <laughs> points on the roster <laughs> you know um but somehow Terry McLaurin will come out with like you know 22 points um does Ramsey shadow him yeah, probably. I mean, who else would he? Who else would he shadow? I mean, see that yeah. that that scares me. Ramsey's one of the few that like I don't like attacking. Yeah, I just I don't know. I mean, just maybe maybe touch on the other side too. I think the Rams are so run heavy too that it's just you know I I could just see the life getting sucked out of this game. I mean, I know Washington likes to play fast, um, but the Rams tend to you know they vary up their pace. Um, you know, I could see this being a, you know, they, they got a new QB. They're seven and a half point favorites. They get potentially Cam Akers back. Yeah. I could just see them pounding the rock in this game, you know, D and up, letting Aaron Donald lead and, you know, let Kyle Allen throw two or three picks to him. Uh, and play. Pounding the rock with pounding the rock with three different running backs. That's a hard pass. Yeah. So, I, w- I wish there was more to target on L.A. But I just don't think there is. Yeah, I mean, you can play Cooper Cup and Robert Woods at 600 more bucks than they're probably worth. I just – I don't know. They're, they're always just – they're still overpriced. They're priced like they're, like, pretty elite wide receivers. And I just think this year they – I mean, they're priced like the Rams of old. 
I just think the Rams are a different team this year, a different philosophy. And, you know, I, I just much prefer other other wide receivers below them. So I'm with you. I don't I really don't think I'm getting anybody on the Rams this week. Um, other than maybe their defense. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Anything else we got on this one? I mean, we didn't really talk about Terry McLaurin that much. Um, I mean, he's proved he can produce with a you know pretty bad quarterback. So um, I still think he's relatively underpriced for his role. I just I don't know if this is the spot with with Ramsey shadowing new QB in his first game though. I'm not betting against Ramsey. Yeah. Don't play Logan Thomas. All right, Logan Thomas going for um, 16. Another exciting game here. We've got the Arizona Cardinals on the road against the New York Jets, who still have their head coach, was not the first head coach fired this year. We'll get to that, um, which just absolutely flabbergasts me. Uh, we've got Joe Flacco siding. He's leading the Jets now with uh, Sam Darnold hurt, uh, so it should be a barn burner. We've got a 47.5 implied total. I think this is the first time uh, the Cardinals have been below 50 this year, and they are a seven-and-a-half-point road favorite. Um, Hunter, you got any takes here? I mean, we've got a struggling Carolina offense here, too, like real-life-wise. Um, is this a get-right spot for them? For who? For uh, Cardinals. Sorry. For Arizona. Um, yeah, so I, I will – I'm just going to – Put it on record here. I, I will probably not be playing Kenyon Drake this week, so <laughs> you guys should probably play Kenyon Drake. Um, <laughs> this is probably the week he gets it done. But, but no, man, I, man, I don't really know with Arizona. Um, I mean, it would be Hopkins if anybody. I think just based off of sheer volume, um, I think there's plenty of ways to get up to him. He's seeing, you know, double digit targets. So, I think Hopkins is probably the route. They don't have anybody that can hold him. Um, but, yeah, I mean, on the Arizona side, I, I don't really have a lot. I think there's a lot of uncertainty there that I just don't feel comfortable going to. Yeah, it's odd. It's like, <clears throat> as we've seen this, you know, a few more weeks of this offense, it's like, you know, throw it, show, th throw it short, throw it short, throw it short, let Kyler run around play it a million miles an hour and then like, just hope you, hope you score. Um, yeah. Which is, is help fantasy points from a, you know, just a play calling and pace perspective, but not necessarily like, you know, I think it's, I don't know. I just view Carolina or uh, the Cardinal. I keep saying Carolina the Cardinals more is just like a floor play. Like, you know, Kyler's going to get his, I mean, he might not go for 40 in this game, even though it's the jets, I think it could pop off, but you know, he might not go for like 45, but you know, he's a safe, 25 or 30 point guy this week. I think DeAndre, you know, yeah. is, in the same, is in the same spot. I mean, he just runs these these short ADOT routes. He's going to catch a million balls. I just, you know, I don't know if he's going to like rip one off and score for a big day. Like he'll get 20 points, but I don't know if he gets me like 40. So I don't know. I, I have a hard time playing them in tournaments. I just think it's like anything against the Jets, anyone's in play other than Kenyon Drake. I just, I, I'm doing the same. I can't do it. I played him two weeks in a row, and he just – I don't know. He's not hitting for me this year, so. Just two weeks, bro? Lucky you. I'm at, like, four plus. I've played him since week fucking one. He's been kicking my ass. Yeah, I think I faded him because I was having Kyler. 
dude, the crazy thing is, the crazy thing is, he is still in a good matchup as a favorite, getting touches. And so, like, I'll, I'll end up with, like, 10 to 20% probably. Yeah, yeah, there it is. <laughs> oh, man. Just because, because dude, you, you get to a point where you're so invested in these guys. And the one week you don't do it, you just know that they're going to get there. And you're going to kick yourself forever. And then, like, you've got you've got to win somewhere with them. you got to break even with them. And so, like, I'll end up with probably, like, like realistically, probably like 10% Kenyon Drake, just because it's going to happen. But I think the other side is where the real value is. I think the, the Cardinals are going to increase play volume for the Jets. I think Crowder is in play. I think Herndon is in play. And I also think Le'Veon Bell at 5,100 coming back off the IR. I think Le'Veon at 5,100 is a fantastic play. And I plan on being heavily invested in Le'Veon at 5,100. Yeah, I like Crowder a lot here, too. I mean, I know it's been a small sample size. He's only played two games, but look what he's averaging. I know it's going to be a little different with Flacco, possibly, but I think he's going to get get the target share there. And at that price, I mean, 2,100 less than D-Hop, if you want to stack them both. Um, I don't like Drake at all. Um, definitely not playing him. Um Maybe the Arizona defense, depending on how bad we think Flacco is. Um, but anything else? And Herndon, man, he's just—he's worse than Logan Thomas. That dude just sucks. I don't—I'm not playing any Herndon. Well, I—well, it's—it's—it's its just like the Logan Thomas situation is no different. It's a change at quarterback, and you take that risk, basing that off of talent and basing that off of snaps and how they're going to go about their business. It's—it's it's a pure. I mean, it's a guess. That's what it is. It's an educated guess, but they're out on the field. You just hope the quarterback looks their way more than what they were doing and actually makes good passes. That, that's really the only bet you're taking at that cheap price. I think. I think if this is, I mean, this is clearly the week to do it for both of them. Yeah, and I of just, course I, we have fucking Kittle and Kelsey this week. Yeah, I can't. I just, I, I'm, I'm, I can't, I can't play any Jets. I just can't do it. I don't know. It's a blind spot. I just, I don't know. Can't do it. I mean, I, I think if you were to click, I mean, I feel like uh, Jameson Crowder, man, I don't know enough about Le'Veon. He's 5,100. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's where the look. I mean, I don't, I mean, Frank Gore hey, definitely what, what has There's the Michael P. Ryan. I mean, who else do they Dude, got? If they, get, if they get 60 to 70, like, plays off, yeah, I mean, I think Lev. I think Lev gets there. I mean, I th- I, this is going to be one of the quicker pace games for the Jets, right? Going yeah. up against Arizona. Yeah, I just I, I, man. do you see Le'Veon Bell and Crowder eating? I feel like like one of them does well underneath. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I don't think you can play both of them. I, this isn't a stack by any. I think these are both one offs. Yeah. Um, but I think I think one of them for sure gets there. I mean, Crowder's a target hog and live. I mean, yeah, I, I, th- I think one of these guys get there for sure. Yeah. Okay. So. Moving on to Has more. Has been uh, known to dump it down? Say what? Has Flacco huh? been known to dump it down? Like, I mean, what's Lev's realistic receiving? I mean, dude, when Flacco was at the Ravens, he didn't have he didn't have shit to work with. 
Like eight catches for 17 yards. <laughs> PPR, baby. Get you 10 PPR <laughs> points off passing because eight of them are catches. <laughs> I mean, Flacco's elite, though, so, like, I mean, he's probably going to come out here and throw for, for 303. I mean, it, it would just be incredible if, if Flacco did go for, like, three and three. Um, <laughs> I'm place that stack. And then he, he gets, like, a three-year extension next year for, like, 45 <laughs> yeah. mil. Yeah. <laughs> We're throwing three touchdowns. He just – he's been plotting that he was going to get, like, you know, input at QB sometime between week five and seven. <laughs> so, he's just been watching film on the on the Cardinals. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right, moving on to greener pastures here. This is one of my favorite games on the slate. We've got your Jacksonville Jaguars traveling to the Houston Texans. Now Sands GM Bill O'Brien and Sands coach Bill O'Brien. So we've got Romeo Cornell taking over for the Texans in the first coaching change of the year. So we got a 54 imply, or sorry, a 54 total on the game. Texans at home, uh, favored by six and a half against the Jags. Um, really like this game here, but Chaz, I'll let you start it off and see if you've got um, see if you see if you agree with me here, or if you've got uh, maybe some other thoughts on this one. No, I mean, I'm going to defer on the Houston side. Um, I mean, there's some obvious – no, not obvious. I mean, with the new coaching change, I, I don't have much to talk about there. Um, the other side, I like Robinson a lot. Uh, I think he's got both sides with rushing ability, pass catching. Um, I think his price is still cheap uh, for what he's capable of doing, um, as he's shown pretty consistently. So, I, I like Robinson a lot. Um, and the pass catchers, I mean, Chark's back, um, still getting targets. So, I, I like Chark a lot. Um, and that's about it for me. Like I said, I'm going to pass pass it to y'all. I think y'all have stronger takes than me on this one. Yeah, Go ahead, I mean, my, yeah. I mean, I think the reason I like this game, you got. I think Houston's the like fifth worst defense in the league, depending on what you look at. If you look at some of this DVOA stuff, and then Jacksonville's dead last. So I think you got here. You've got just two terrible defenses, and on the other side, I think you got two pretty competent offenses. Um, Weirdly enough, maybe maybe a bit more on Jacksonville that we've seen, but I think that's more just that um, that Houston's had much tougher matchups at the beginning of the year, having to play, you know, the Chiefs, Steelers, Baltimore. So, I, like I said last week, I think they're a better team than they appear. Um, so yeah, so so you've got two pretty bad defenses here, and I think you know with with the coaching change, um, you know, the play calling kind of goes back to what it was at the beginning of the year. You don't get this whole debacle from last week. Um, so I think guys I'm high on here, definitely definitely on um, the Texans uh, pass catching duo of um, Will Fuller and Will Fuller. So no longer playing Brandon Cooks in my life after a $0 in cash last week. Um, I will play Randall Cobb before I ever get to Cooks again. But no, so seriously, I like I like Fuller in this matchup. Only area I'm struggling with is we had Duke Johnson come back last week. I mean, you can run all over this Jaguars team. We saw that by like Joe Mixon last week. So um, I think I'm high on the Houston running game. I just, I don't know how to take it. Like, do we see more Duke? Do we see David Johnson eat again? Um, I think, you know, there's there's a couple ways you can play this game and, and you know, running on Jacksonville is definitely one of them. Do you have any thoughts there on, on that take, Hunter, on the uh, Houston offense? 
Yeah, I've got I've got a few things. I got a few things. So so one, I, I, I'm in on David Johnson. I'm I'm very okay. very in on David Johnson this I week. I about to think... Brandon Cooks. I'm just gonna get off. Yeah. I'm okay. That was, that, that, I'm just hey, going to take that it to was bed. Two. That, that was two. I'm on one. I'm on, I'm on one still. So, yeah. David Johnson, no. David Johnson's a good player. We saw what Mixon did. We've seen what guys have done all year. Like, Mixon had his breakout. Like, yeah, there's a coaching change. Um, and it's a division game, too, which I think we've got to be wary of. Division games are they, – yep. they see these guys, you know, twice a year. Um, so – they're usually a little bit lower scoring just because they have an idea of how they operate, but the coaching change definitely throws a wrinkle in that. So I, I don't know. All I know is David Johnson's a pricing play at 5,200. Um, I really, really like David Johnson this week. Number two, <laughs> we were all over Brandon Cooks. I know Chaz wasn't last week, but he was 30% owned or some shit in GPPs last week, and he didn't get there. And it's Brandon Cooks. I mean, he's a big play guy, but nothing has changed. Literally nothing has changed. It, he's, he's Kenyon Drake. <laughs> Plus, like, I mean, he, he, there's a lot of players that do this shit, but nothing has changed. He still saw all the snaps last week. He still had a few targets. Like, nothing has changed. He dropped 500 bucks, and his ownership is going to be, what, maybe 5%, 10%? Like, maybe, like not maybe even one percent. I don't know. I, doubt. I mean, seriously, like, like it's going to be minimal, and he's forty one hundred bucks, and so like, with all the uncertainty and literally nothing changing with his role, you're absolutely out of your mind if you're not getting him in there. You know, two, three, four lineups. Um, I think you would be insane to jump off of that after a one game sample of him being chalk and not hidden. So. Going back to Brandon Cooks, going back to David Johnson. I think David Johnson is incredible, like I talked about. Um, Deshaun is the one that I can't figure out. Um, like, I think I want to play David and Cooks as one-offs. I want to play Fuller as well as a one-off. But Deshaun hasn't looked right, man. I, I don't I don't know. I, I, I've invested in him in season long, and it hasn't worked out so far. He's been just okay. But uh, he he hasn't looked right to me. I don't know if it's O'Brien. I don't know what it is. But um, but yeah, I, I I like pieces of the Texans. Nobody in the Jaguars is sticking out to me. Is this Cooks at seven percent? That's probably that's probably high. Yeah, I'm thinking that's very high. I mean, he's forty one hundred dollars. Like again, this comes back. This is this is the same Kyle Allen shit though. Right now. Like, yeah. what does that get you? I don't know. I, I really don't know what that gets you by dropping down to him. But, man, 4100 bucks is way too cheap. I, I, I don't see what's different from last week to this week and why we shouldn't be playing him again, just not as highly because he's a shitbag. I don't hate it, but I took a stand. I mean, I didn't play him last week. I'm not going to play him this week, but I don't don't hate it. I feel that. I feel that stand. That's, that's my take with Mike Davis. I haven't played Mike Davis yet in DraftKings. I have him in season long, and I've been loving it. But I haven't played him in DraftKings. And, like, now do I do it? I don't think so. I think I just continue to ride it out, wait for the low point, let everybody else fail with him. Yeah, I mean, maybe I just – um, 
yeah, I'm just making a list here of guys, the, the all-time. I'm going to play this roster this week. Uh, I haven't filled it out fully, but it's going to be Kyle Allen, Kenyon Drake, Brandon Cook, Sammy Watkins, Logan Thomas, Chris Herndon in the flex. Just some guys I've missed all year. We'll never get. Um, so <laughs> that way, if all these guys get on top, I'll have them together. I think uh, – I'll, I'll bet that under in the, like 2% in the tournament. I'll play that one in the Millie Maker. I'll just yeah. go throw this one in the Millie Maker. That would be <laughs> we'll low, under one percentile range. <laughs> All right. So you'll help me. Y'all help me fill this out. I still need a second running back and a third wide receiver because my tight end slots Logan Thomas, and then I'm putting Chris Herndon in at the flex because I have alternated between those two this year. Um, yeah, I didn't put Golden Tate in at wide receiver. <laughs> okay, that's true. I did play Golden Tate last week. That was the best. Yeah, the defense. Uh, I'll pay up at defense. And I'll, I'll, I'll I think you can money. afford to pay up there. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, maybe just just wrapping this one up. Uh, yeah, I think I think the Texans are interesting. Um, and, and then on the Jag side, I mean, we don't want to anoint him yet, but I mean, James Robinson sneakily top five running back this year. It's getting a lot of usage. Um, I like him this week. I think you can run on the Texans for sure. They're dead last in rushing defense. And then uh, DJ Chark had a fighting of him last week. I think he's in play. Um, there may be a bit of Ben Chu. I just, you know, I don't know. He just, he, he's he's almost too efficient to where he doesn't have these blow up games. Um, you know, he'll go like eight, you know, like 18 for 24 for 200 yards. But then like, you know, DJ Chark's got two touchdowns and, 80-something yards, so I think I like – Has he been two. running it? What? Has he been um, running like he was last year? Not really. I mean, I think he's only – he's, like, averaging, like – let me see. You uh, had not had one. Yeah, like, a little bit less than 20 yards a game. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, he's right at it, I guess. Um, I mean, he's not had bad weeks. I, I definitely think you can get um, – you can get a good game out of Minshew. I just think where he's priced at, he's at a weird, like he's at 6,200. I think you either get down to some of the lower guys or you uh, you just pay up at the top. So I think I like these DJ yeah. Chark and, and James Robinson pieces better uh, this week than, than Minshew. Okay, so we got Golden Tate. So we're looking for a running back and DST moving forward. Um, <laughs> all right, another intra-division rival. Uh, so this game, we got the Cincinnati Bengals traveling to the Baltimore Ravens. I uh, got the Ravens at home as a 13-point favorite, 51-point total in this game. Um, Hunter, you got any thoughts here on, on Bengals-Ravens? Um, Man, not really, to be honest with you. Um, Lamar been limited all week with a knee injury. Uh, we know Lamar's main points come from running the football. So I don't want any part of him. Marquise Brown would be the one guy, Hollywood, that kind of stands up to me, a wide receiver. Um, literally everything from last year has been a target percentage, air yards, snap share, everything. Um, and, and it's a fantastic matchup. So Marquise Brown would be the one-off, and I would play him as a one-off. I wouldn't play anybody else. We we kind of touched on Andrews earlier, but I don't want him over Kittle. I don't want him over Kelsey. I don't even think I want him over Waller. 
So Marquise Brown would really be the only guy I buy on this team. I don't want anybody from Cincinnati going against that Baltimore defense. I just that's not something I'm interested in in going up against. Yeah, I just think I like pass catchers. I mean, with Higgins and Boyd, I mean they're both getting getting there with uh, with targets, and I think they're going to be behind. They're going to have to throw it. Um, poor AJ Green, man. I think we might have to add him to that lineup as well. I was on in the yeah, first two yeah. weeks, and he just. Oh. Well, I've not I've not played him. I've actually played all these guys. Uh, I played him week one and two, and after he put up like ten week one, I was like, all right, like here's a spot, like here's a high twenty game, whatever. And then he like five, eight, one, like uh, that's embarrassing. Um, oh, but I, I like T Higgins too. He's he's had what, seven and nine, six targets, and at forty nine hundred, they're gonna be behind. They're gonna have to throw it. Um, I like Higgins a lot here. Why do why do we think they're going to be behind? The Bengals. Baltimore's underperformed so far. I mean, I, I, so so what? I, I, see, that's I I think this is like I think this game ends up being like nineteen to sixteen or some shit. Like I think this is a like a close bullshit type game. You think it's close? Yeah, I, I do. What's the line? Yeah, I do. Line's big. The line's like thirteen. Well, or no, no. I, I think that's bad. I think that's bad. I mean, I don't know. I don't think Cincinnati's that great. I mean, they. I was just looking at that. I mean, they lost, lost, tied to Philly. It was trash. I mean, they beat Jacksonville. And I mean, Baltimore's only losses to KC. They've put up points, and uh, I don't know. I think Baltimore. Dude, they barely they barely beat Washington last week. They barely beat Washington last Two week. Touchdowns. The two touchdowns came in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I mean, I, didn't Archie three play in that game? <laughs> I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Lamar's hurt too. Lamar's hurt. I mean, like he he's got a knee injury, and he didn't. Pre- he was limited all week. Um, I mean, I think he's I, still. I, I don't put know, up man. I just thirty again. I, mean, huh? I think they still. I still think they put up points. And I I don't know. I just I like. That's interesting. There, I mean, I was thinking they were just going to roll them, but it would depend a lot. On I don't. I don't think they roll them. I think. I think it's a close game. Yeah, it's, a close R- game. it's another RG, divisional game too. RG three played. He was zero for one with an interception. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> just that dude just can't win. Yeah, I don't know. So my take on this was: I I always think the Ravens are pretty straightforward in the sense that they're not straightforward. Like, you know, someone in the backfield is probably going to have a decent game. You never know who it is. Um, You know that Mark Andrews and Marquise Brown can pop off, but, you know, they have a risk of zero. So you just always feel – you feel weird playing them. Like, so your only short thing is is Lamar. Um, I mean, since he has just a terrible run defense, so I think – you know, if Lamar is banged up, then maybe they <laughs> they lean more on the on the three running backs. I honestly think if you do think they're going to roll, like Gus Edwards isn't a bad play. Like, you know, he, he like cleans up in garbage time or something like as a tournament punt. I actually don't don't mind that play. Um, but what I was going to say, I have some interest here on the uh, on the Bengals. I think this is like a sneaky, like pretty good fantasy offense, like you know, yet to be determined in, in real life if it is. I mean, I think they got pieces. I think with Burrow, Mixon, you know, T. Higgins, like you said, Chaz, and, and then 
Tyler Boyd, you've got some decent, you've got some decent pieces. And I think those set up well for, for stacks you can take in a game. So I actually think I'm going to probably play at least maybe one or two Bengals stacks um, this week, just given that, you know, I think Baltimore is good this year. I just, I think that that defense is not nearly as good as we think it is. I mean, they just gave up 300 yards to Dwayne Haskins. Patrick Mahomes diced him up on, on prime time. I mean, I think this is like a sneaky spot that the, um, that the Bengals could produce here um, that I don't think is going to be high on. So I actually like maybe a stack or two out of 20 or something, you know, maybe five or 10%. Um, Where do they know, attack him at? Burrowed in there. Say what? Where do they attack him? I think it's pass. I mean, I don't, yeah. the, the Ravens definitely are better like um, a run team for sure. Um, against the run, they, they're third right now against the run, but they're like middle of the middle of the pack against the pass. Um, you know, they're, they're sitting at like 14th, but if you look at like yards allowed, they're like 26 in the league. So they're like bottom five or six. Um so I think, yeah, and I think the Bengals set up pretty well to take advantage of that. I mean, you've got Burrow who's gone over. He's gone over 300 yards three games in a row. Um, yeah. I actually kind of like him to continue that here. So I'll probably have a Burrow stack or two. Uh, you can run it back with, you know, Marquise. I mean, I mean, you can run a Lamar and Hollywood stack and run it back with some with some Bengals too. Like, I think they have pieces to to do that. And so um, – yeah, I don't you think know. I you think like, a two a two and one or like a, a double pass catch or what are you leaning? I think if you're it depends on who you're running. I think if you're running Burrow, you can do two pass catchers. Like you could go Burrow and um, I mean hell if Mixon keeps getting this pass work, you could go Mixon and a receiver or you know I, I like Tyler Boyd and T Higgins. You could go two of those. Yeah. But then if you go Lamar, I I don't I wouldn't put him with two. I'd probably just put him with one or naked. So, you know, yeah. I'd probably run like Lamar with with Mark with Hollywood and then then run it back with, you know, your choice of, of T. Higgins and yeah. or Tyler Boyd. So that's kind of what I think there. I don't know. I think it's um it's an interesting little under the radar game. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I just think that Vegas, you know, why bet against them hard here? Uh, yeah. I mean, if if it's at twelve points, then the only chance they have is gonna let Burrow sling it and I mean, those are those are two guys. So I actually like those lots. So, yep. Vegas usually prevails, unfortunately. They're getting killed on overs this year. Yeah. Uh, hey, DraftKings. Hey, betting coming to Tennessee in November. Are you serious? Is that like legit? Legit? Save up. That- save up. No, that's that's like I think like ninety six percent legit. So save up. Oh man. Nice. I've made more off no the stock trouble. than I have the actual. <laughs> The actual time. I'm in trouble. Okay, got uh, got a few more here to go. Um, I'm going to switch the order up a little bit because I'm going to save one for last. I think it's a better one to talk about. Uh, so moving on, we've got the Miami Dolphin, Dolphins traveling out to see the 49ers. So we got a 51.5 point total game. Uh, 49ers home favorites at a nine-point spread. Um, I think we get Jimmy G back this week. We'll see. I think we get Tevin Coleman back. Um, so could could start getting the full complement in San Francisco back. Uh, Chaz, you got any you got any thoughts on this one? No, I mean, there's a lot of uncertainty. Are we getting the quarterback back? Running back play too. I mean, is Mostert isn't he 
Sorry, Mostert. Mostert. Yeah, yeah, I, I said Coleman. Yeah. I meant Mostert. Yep. So, I mean, if the only thing I'm really certain here is if, if we're going to stick with Kittle, um, and then I like McKinnon a lot. If Mostert's ruled out, um, I think he's an animal. And it's finally time for him to ball out. I think he's in a good position still if Mostert's out. Um, and then back on the other side, I played Fitz last week. I'm going to have pretty heavy Fitz again, honestly, um, depending on where I want to pay up. I mean, at 56, you know, he's pretty safe for 20-plus, right? I'd rather pay another 1,000 and pretty be sure with that versus Kyle Allen. going to put up like seven. Um, but, yeah, other than that, I mean, there, there's a lot of uncertainty, and I, I'm not going to mess around too much with it. So for, for, for what it's worth this week, this is the first week that the Tua and Fitzpatrick talk has happened. Um, so just just take that for what it's worth. If if Fitz throws a few interceptions early, doesn't look good, I can see them making that switch. Um, I think Devontae Parker is interesting at 59, but um, the real play, I think, in this game is George Kittle. Um, we have a small sample size of him being healthy with limited options around him, but – Man, he he looks so, so, so damn good on Sunday Night Football. And <clears throat> Miami hasn't played a real tight end this year yet. They've played a bunch of garbage tight ends. And so hopefully DVP and, like, some of the, the projections, like, show Miami as a good tight end defense. But they got – they haven't played anybody. And so, man, like, like, I'm thinking about going really, really heavy on Kittle this week, um, looking for another big performance where they just lean on him. He gets out there, he catches balls, he gets in the end zone. Um, so so Kittle, Kittle is my really only big play out of this game, and I'm going to be very, very heavy on Kittle. Does it increase or decrease depending on who's quarterback? Like, I mean, as far as – It doesn't impact it to me. Yeah, it doesn't impact it for me. Yeah, I, I – yeah, I think, I mean, he's in a smash spot for sure. Um yeah, and I guess uh, another guy I had some interest in more is just, um, you know, does he kind of make it into the rosters as a, you know, as just kind of a low on dart throws. Is Brandon Ayuk, I think he looked pretty good um, last week against Philly. He's a big, like, yard after catch guy, so I think he's one they can get in space and let him run, especially if, like, Kittle's commanding a lot of targets um, and attention. I also think, you know, um, he's going to get ownership for that, that Ayuk's a, a decent pivot off, off that if we think Kittle's going to go high on this week. I mean, I, I think Kittle's in a smash spot. Um, and then just thoughts on the running game. I know, Chaz, you mentioned that if, if Mostert's out, then fire up McKinnon, which I agree with. Do we think even, even if Mostert's active, you know, it's his first week back, people see that, they don't click McKinnon, like – I don't know that that kind of makes me think he's like more under the radar there. I wonder if there's some value to get on him. Um, you know, I think if it's like a two guy backfield, like if it's really like if you told me it's just Mostert and McKinnon, I think I'm pretty likely to be in favor of playing McKinnon. I think if you say, well, it's going to be Mostert, McKinnon and Jeff Wilson, you know, in there or something like that, then I'd probably stray away. I just think we know how good this San Francisco run game is. They can probably support two guys that, I actually think both potentially might be in play. So it doesn't take much with him. But just from like a GPP, like a little pivot or a little leverage play, that's something I was thinking about. I mean, he's very capable of catching a pass and taking it 
you know, 30, 40 yards. And I mean, that's, that's yeah. a lot. I mean, he's going to get, still get the carries. I mean, it doesn't take him a bunch there either. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to have a lot if he's out, but I mean, it's interesting as far as a pivot play, if he, with most respect. But. Yeah. Um, no, I, I think, I, th- I don't I think Jeff Wilson's out of the picture altogether. We saw on Sunday night, you know, McKinnon played. He was in there just about every damn snap. Yeah. Um, I think if Mostert's back, I think Mostert and um, McKinnon are both in play. I think they both can get there uh, just based on the volume, like you were saying. Yeah. I think uh, Wilson's completely out of it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm going to get some McKinnon. Um, definitely like Devontae Parker, like we like we said. Um, Debo Samuel came back, played a little bit. I don't think he's fully 100% back, uh, but – you know, probably not someone this week, but some guy I'm probably going to be looking at um, in the future, maybe to just keep an eye on. Um, excited to play him eventually, probably just not now. Anything else we got on on this one, guys? Good for me. Revenge game for Matt uh, Breda. <laughs> uh, anyways, okay, moving on. <laughs> I played him a few times last year with San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we got uh, my Colts. They're traveling to the uh, the resurgent Browns. I think they're three and one. Big win coming off the Cowboys. So we got Colts on the road. Um, they're actually one and a half point favorite on the road. Forty six point total. <clears throat> Probably setting up to be you know kind of two grinded out teams. Um, even though we saw some flashes last week against Dallas. Um, Hunter, what are your thoughts here for uh, for Colts versus Browns? Man, I think um, you know. I think Kareem Hunt's definitely definitely in play. Um, I don't know what that share is going to look like, and I think that's the big uncertainty. Um, I think there's there's multiple multiple sides to it. First, he's got paid, but he also had a Gordon injury last week. Um, you know, this the Ernest Johnson cat's actually pretty damn good. So I think there's a lot of different kind of layers to unfold to exactly how much he's going to get. But if we saw Chubb, who was the number one at this price, I think we would play him and I don't think we'd think twice about it. Um, and I, so I think that's kind of the, the point with Hunt is that he's a good price. He's a good play. He's going to get the volume. He can catch passes. And um, – yeah, I think it's the guy we gotta have pieces of. That that's really the only guy from this game I want, other than maybe a piece of T. Y. Hilton. So I just added another, T. Y. Hilton to the list. Which is um, another kid. Should I? Should we sub out Sammy Watkins for T. Y. Hilton? Yes. Uh, oh man. Dude, yeah. he's a, he's another he's another Kenyon Drake in Thomas play or, or Logan Thomas play. That's Actually, what I didn't even yeah. think about. I mean, he's a, he's another one of those. I uh, think I've subbed out. Yeah, it. I've subbed out Sammy Watkins. So we're gonna have a Millie Maker lineup that's got Kyle Allen, Kenyon Drake, Brandon Cooks, T.Y. Hilton, Golden Tate, Logan Thomas, Chris Herndon. <laughs> we're we're vibing for the the second running back slot here. So uh, what do you have? Twenty k of salary left for one <laughs> yeah, runner? Yeah, yeah. we can right, a whole other exactly. lineup. Yeah. And then hey, hey, my my honestly though, for real. Favorite play from this game is the Cleveland Browns defense at 2,700. Oh, I like that. That is that is a play I really want a piece of. I think this might be the first game of the year that Phillip Rivers has to be Phillip Rivers 
and we know Philip Rivers is turnover prone, um, sack prone, and that's that's with Miles Garrett, and I think um, coming off a big win against Dallas, I, I really like Cleveland's D at 2,700 to get there. Like pretty nice. Like like that's that's a play I'm feeling extremely like confident about. No OBJ. Yeah, I, say what? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know. This one, I don't know. I have a hard time like wrapping my mind around like what, how this one shakes out. I mean, is it, are they both just going to line up and run the ball at each other for the full 60 minutes or whatever? I mean, like, is that really what it's going to be? You know what's a crazy stat? How many passing yards do you think Baker Mayfield had last week against the Cowboys? <laughs> Just guess. Jar- Jarvis Landry might have had more, right? There was 49 points scored. How many passing yards do you think he had? 247. He had 165 passing yards. Shut up. And that wild. Yeah, 165 passing yards. What? Yeah. How? Dude, well, 30 of it was Jarvis Landry. And then Odell, everybody forgets, he blew up. He had – 50 rushing yards and like two touchdowns oh, yeah. down running um or he had like he had like Good 80 God. and 80 or something i mean it was it was kind of crazy um so that's what i'm saying i mean like we we think like the browns like popped off last week with odell going off i mean it was it was really on the ground and i don't know i just feel like they're gonna run the ball at each other i actually i actually think i like cleveland's matchup better here like the colts um I mean, if you remember back to week one, I think James Robinson ran all over that team. And so, I mean, I I just don't think they've had to play a really good team since then that that could do that to them, um, maybe outside of the Vikings. But I don't know. I, I think I think I kind of like Cleveland's matchup here on the ground. I think a lot of people right now think the Colts' defense is, like, number one or definitely elite and might uh, – They haven't played anybody. They haven't played yeah. anybody. Yeah, and so they might stray away. I mean, my only worry is that, like, Kareem Hunt's just got this groin injury, and then, like, Darius Johnson takes, you know, 13 touches or 12 touches in this game or something. I mean, this dude runs, like, a 4-8-40. There's, like, no way I'm playing him. Um, but, yeah, that that's, like, my only worry. I mean, otherwise, I mean, <laughs> this has got to be, like, if T.Y. or if T.Y. and Hilton doesn't hit this week, <laughs> I will never, <laughs> ever consider him again. There's just no – there's no way. I mean, like you said, I think I just don't think you're going to be able to line up and run it at Cleveland um, and win that way. I think they're more suited for that type of game. So I think the Colts are going to have to open it up to your point, Hunter. Um, so we'll see. I wish they'd let Mo Ali Cox play and not do this whole we play Jack Doyle, we play Trey Burton. Like, let's just let the man eat. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just I don't see myself getting to any Colts in this game. And like you said, I think the only real play I'm interested in is probably Kareem Hunt. Chaz, what do you got, fam? Not much else. I mean, I was I was just gonna ask about Odell. Just I don't I'm not on him. I never hit Odell. Um, so I'm not gonna try now. I just didn't, I mean, obviously a huge game. I, th- I think it's a yeah, I think it's a game script thing. Again, like this is this yeah. is another one where like if you can pinpoint exactly how this game is gonna go, you're gonna be doing okay, I think. And there's some good pricing plays and some good plays you can make. But I don't see the Browns having to throw the ball. And I 
Dude, Odell got there last week, and the Bra- the the Browns were in a positive game script, which is kind of crazy to think about. Uh, like, like if you played, I mean, if you played Odell last week, like you you did good, but you kind of got lucky, I think, a little oh, yeah. bit. I, I really think you got a little lucky. Um, yeah, I think it was good so, process getting on Odell from like that matchup yeah. in Dallas, but I don't think like the results. It didn't go how you the thought. Process at all. So. No, 100% not. 100% not. You got lucky if you played Odell last week, even though it was a good play all around. I mean, Odell had zero rushing yards and attempts up to this point, and so they handed the ball off to him twice last week because Nick Chubb got hurt, and he turned it into seven three yards and a touchdown. Like, I mean, And he scored on a 50-yard Yeah, 50-yard run. I mean, it's just crazy. He's not had one attempt, and then he turns two attempts into 73 yards and a touchdown, so. I mean, it's yeah. just, yeah, it's lucky. I, I don't mean, know. His, it's, his real game, he went eight for 81. He got you 16 points. Well, and he got two. But without Chubb, without Chubb this week, I mean, who knows? The maybe ball, they, maybe, maybe they flip Grant. I mean, maybe they flip up their plane a little bit. Maybe they go a little bit more past heavy. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. There, there's, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of uncertainty with this game, I think. Except Hunt. I mean, like you said, that's the only play that's a good play there. Yeah. Hunt's, a, Hunt's an awesome play. Okay, last one here wrapping up. I uh, I like this game as well. We've got the New York football giants traveling to Jerry World to play Dallas Cowboys. 54-game total. Cowboys are in a commanding nine-and-a-half-point favorite. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think we could have made a million bucks just stacking games 150 ways every time the Cowboys play. Uh, you think that's the same this week, Hunter? Is that what we should be doing? Why are we even talking about these other games? Let's not just go make 150 lineups with Giants and Cowboys, plug in a couple other pieces, and, and call it a day. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think we could have cut this episode way short um, <laughs> just starting with this game, but uh, here we are, an hour and 15 minutes later. But but we no, like to bury uh, the lead here on this show. Yeah. Hey, uh, I, I haven't unfortunately played Dak yet and I don't think it's going to start this week um I don't think I can get on the Dallas side besides Zeke and I think I'm sticking to my guns there um Amari CD Gallup Schultz and there's a lot of different ways it can go I think New York Giants defense isn't that bad I think they they showed last week at the Rams that they can kind of slow it down a little bit so I'm completely off the Dallas side except Zeke, but the Dallas defense is what we've been attacking all year. And Daniel Jones, um, Darius Slayton, I think is an awesome play. Golden Tate, I'm going back to Evan Ingram. I'm going to have pieces of, I think all of these guys are very, very much underpriced for, what has been happening to the Dallas D and what this total sits at currently. So I plan on being invested in the New York Giants side quite a bit and then Zeke on the other side. I agree. Slayton, I've been on him all year. I'm not stopping now. I think it's in the best body. Obviously, he's in the best body he's been in all year. Uh, love it. Haven't ever been on Evan Ingram, but this week he had what, 10 targets last week. And like we mentioned several times, his defense is trash. Um, so I like the giant side. I finally played Amari Cooper for probably the first time in my life last week and it worked out. So I'm kind of up in there on what I'm going to do there. Um, but 
Yeah, and I, I, I'm not with D. Jones, but I do like Slayton and Ingram over there. I know Jones is projected to be what, – what's his ownership? I mean, it seems like he's going to get played, right? Yeah, let me look. Yeah, he, um, yeah right. he's going to get played probably. It's just – yeah, it's interesting. I, I don't like, think I it's because he he's Daniel Jones. I think it's because he's playing the Cowboys. Oh, it just says on here three percent. Never mind. I yeah, I'm looking at one that says like five percent. So probably, okay. I mean, he's gonna be that's low. low. Yeah, I thought he's gonna be high. I yeah. hope he's that. I hope he's that low. I hope he's that low, but I don't think he will be. To I'm be fair, he'll be the it. eighth highest owned QB though. So yeah, it's not bad. It's not for me. If that's Slayton all the dude, way. Dude, I'm going way over. I'm going way over that. If that's the case, like way, way over. Yeah, they've got Lamar. Fuck. Mahomes, Watson, Ryan, Murray, and Minshew above him. Okay, deal, dude. No, fuck that. I'll be. I'll have fifty percent Jones in. I'll take my. I'll take a big stand there, dude. There's no way. There's no way he doesn't perform this game. He's been rushing the ball just fine, and he's got easy pairing options in a high scoring game. No, fuck that. That's bullshit, dude. I'm, I'm all in then. Well, yeah, he, it, I'm it, all in. Yeah, it could get higher. I mean, you know, it changes during the week. But, yeah, I mean, as of today, oh, 5%. That's shocking. That seems way off. That, that's yeah. got to be off. Yeah, my only worry with him is just like – like last – I just want – I wonder if our priors on him are a little messed up or it's like last year, you know, you didn't have Jason Garrett calling plays. And now this year you do, and it's just not like – it's not Danny Dimes. It's Danny. Can I borrow a dime? And I just that that got there last year. That got where? That got there last year. Not like Dude, he is this year. Just look at look at him this year though. Is the yeah. issue? That's what I'm saying. Like he's got I, some relief, and look what he's doing. Yeah, I mean, how's that offense? It's, it's a CD Lamb. It's a matchup thing. It's I mean, it's it's a lot of different things, but man, like. There's no way he doesn't get there this week. There's no way. So what percent are you going to be on him and Kyle Allen total combined? Dude, over fifty? You know, you probably you're probably not comfortable with it. Yeah, <laughs> like, you're making it so, like you're so high on these two guys. Like, oh gosh. So 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 because of Daniel Jones's stacking options and being able to go either two of Slayton Ingram or Tate or just one of them. And then to be able to run it back with Zeke, who I think, I think Zeke gets it going. I think I think this is a a huge Zeke week. Um, <laughs> uh, Daniel Jones, I'll probably end up like, like around somewhere around half my lineup, and then I think Kyle Allen will probably end up like twenty to thirty, and then okay. the other twenty to thirty will be high price quarterbacks. Can I push off now? Though? Can I please yeah, talk yeah, you ahead. off this with D Jones? I mean, look who they played though. They played the Rams, Atlanta, Seattle. There's the MVP, Matt Ryan. I mean, we know what he's capable of doing though. And then I mean Baker last week. Like it looked bad because they put up so many points, but like you said, he only threw for 156 yards on them. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, where do you rank him in the games that they played? Like, yeah, it looks like this defense is terrible, and I think they are, but like where do you rank him in the quarterback play so far that they played? He's dead last, right? Okay, let me let me turn it back against you. Daniel Jones has played the Steelers, the Bears, the 49ers, and the Rams. 
How bad is he, do you think? I mean, the 49ers. He's played four top up. ten. He's played, he's played four top ten defenses. I don't think you could throw San Fran in top ten defense. Dude, he played him week three. Well, okay. That's a fair point. Okay, valid. I mean, valid. I think this is like their best spot they're going to have. I mean, if you're going to play – I think if you're going to play the Giants this year, it's got to be this week. Like, I don't – I mean, I don't know their schedule. It's just like when else are you really going to do it if it's not this week? I mean, I don't know. Nice My thing just what scares me is not the matchup, it's more who's calling the plays. Like, even in a good matchup, do we trust Jason Garrett to produce points? I don't I don't know yet. We'll see. I mean, you've got no run game, your O line's not real good. I mean, who knows? I mean, you've got Evan Ingram and Darius Slayton and Golden Tate. Like that's a good see, no no cast. run. I don't know though. No run game is music to my ears of what I want to play. Like, like no run game, sign me up. Like I don't want to play the run game. Dallas against Dallas, I don't want to play the run game. Like, yeah. Dallas has been torched through the air, and I don't see any reason there's going to be an adjustment made this week based off their personnel. So, like, man, I just think – oh, man, I, I just don't see how we don't go D. Jones with a pass catcher or two and, and let her eat. I think you can run it back with another pass catcher, but I think Zeke is the ideal spot. I, I, yeah, man, I mean, that's like, what worries you, too. It seems like, like such a good spot. Yeah. Yeah. And, and two, it could be like Dallas has had to – they've, like, felt they've had to score so many points this year. That's why they've ran so many pass plays and, and the pace they're at. Um, who knows? Yeah, I mean, I, I really like – I think if I had to just – like, if I'm going to play anyone from the Giants, I think, like, Evan Ingram's probably going to be my lean this week. I mean, I like him, actually, as a standoff play. Um, I think the usage is there. And then I think he he comes at a cheap enough discount. He's at, like, 4600 from these top guys you want to play. You can put that 2000 yeah. in use elsewhere. He's, like, he's up there with, like, one of those dudes. Um, I think we talked about uh, – Ebron earlier, like him and Ebron are at 4,000 and 4,600. You know, Logan Thomas is at 35. You want to go down there. Yeah. Um, you know, there's guys like that you can get low, or I think you get up to the top. Like, I don't think you're going to get to like Zach Ertz this week at 57. I think Hayden Hurst and Schultz kind of get lost in the shuffle a little bit, even though they're probably okay. Um, I don't know. I think you either go up and down at tight end. So I, I kind of like. Are you, are you playing Ertz? Are you playing Ertz? No, but I could see why with Goddard out and the other pass catchers. Dude, out, he looked—he looked disgusting on Sunday night. Like he looked—he looked bad. Yeah. Like nothing. I don't—I don't think anything has changed since then, and his price went way up. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean he's like the fifth—he's like the fifth highest tight end. Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna get to him, but um, I, you know, if you look if you look at Dallas, I, I just looked—they played Hayden Hurst. Greg Olson and Austin Hooper, who I don't think are like top tier talents at uh, at tight end, and those guys went off. Um, Austin Hooper, even even so, I mean, he went for like five catches, thirty, and a touchdown last week. So I think this yeah. is a good spot for uh, for Ingram to hit. And then, like we said, I think I think Slayton's definitely in play um, along with Golden Tate. I probably like him in that order. I think I'd rather do Ingram, Slayton, than Tate. Uh, if I'm playing, right. 
That's right. All right. Yeah, and then like we said, Zeke smash bot. Dallas pass game always in play. I think you just worry that like Gallup, if you're going to play him, Gallup's the guy you worry about being more boomer bust. I think you're you're pretty safe playing Amari or CD each week now. So, okay. I, think, I think Gallup's the price play. Yeah. Uh, he might get Bradbury though, right? Is he the one who'd get him? Yeah, I heard that that he that would be correct. yeah. That'd be the only that'd be the only like if and or but about him. All right, boys, you want to do a round of my guys here? Um, we also need to fill out this second running back slot in defense. Um, I'm thinking I might just take Devontae Freeman from this game. Do we have enough salary? I'll check it. If not, we'll play Le'Veon Bell, I think. <laughs> yeah. Should be able to get up to him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So we'll do it at – we'll um, – We'll start at QB then. Um, Hunter has let us in on his QB strategy this week, so I'll let Chaz start us off there at, at QB. Who's your my guy this week, Chaz? I'm going Kyler Murray. Wow. Yep. Very interesting. I'm, I'm ready to switch over. What are we uh, – by the way, on this, are we saying like uh, like just not obvious guys or what are we doing? We'll, we'll, uh, when we'll, I, when I say, like, are we going choice, sleepers? Yeah. Well, when yeah, I say my sleepers. guy, when I say my guy, it's it's like literally who I will be playing the most at that position. That's okay. that's the way I view it. That's the way I view it at least. Okay. Then I, I will have majority Kyler Murray. I would say, yeah, not majority. I would have a higher percentage. Um, for me this week, then it will be, well, so it was going to be Josh Allen. That was, that was my clear cut guy. Um, so since he's off the slate, I'll probably be looking at in that upper tier. I really like Mahomes this week at 77 in tournaments and then, um, some Teddy bridge at 5,900 against, against the Falcons. So a little high, low there. And then Hunter, do you want to yeah, throw in a third outside of Daniel Jones and uh, Kyle Allen? No, I, I don't want to lie to the thousands of viewers out there. Yeah, um, Daniel Jones will be Daniel Jones will be where I'm heavy at, and I don't want to sway them other ways. Yep. Okay. Um, then I'll let you kick us off here at running back. Then let's do two running backs. Two running backs. Okay. Um, all right. One will be we'll, – we'll, we'll go low and high, like you said. Um, the low option will be David Johnson. Um, I am prepared to go very high on David Johnson this week. I have no idea what his ownership projects, but I will be well over it. Um, it's a risk I'm willing to take this week. And then – Somewhat of, I think it's probably going to be very, very chalky, but a guy I'm going to have a lot of as well is going to be Clyde Edwards-Alaire with the Chiefs. Um, that's a guy I want to be heavily invested in this week. All right, wanted to make them. With me, I'm going to go high with James Conner. Um, I, I think he's still in a good spot. I, I like him a lot. Um, and then Lowe, I don't know if you're considering McKinnon Lowe. Mostert's out, definitely McKinnon. Um, 
one other guy I'll mention would be Gibson as a low low point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't get on him earlier. Him. That's a that's a good mention. Antonio Gibson at five k. Um, so myself, I like I like Zeke this week. I think he along with like Edwards Hilaire, big touchdown regression guys. I could see Zeke easy getting three to four here, given the usage in the red zone. Um, and then for a low guy, um, I liked McKinnon as well. Uh, I'll stick with McKinnon. I'm, I'll just double down. I like, I like that pick. Well, I'll give you this. I, I mentioned him earlier. I like Gus Edwards as a kind of a dart throw and garbage time at 4,000 uh, for the Ravens. Okay, so go into wide receiver. We'll do two as well here. Um, I'll let you kick us off there, Chaz. Hi, I think I'm going to go with Chark this week. Uh, he's kind of mid. Um, so there, and then I'd go low, uh, Crowder. Okay. What about you, Hunter? Um, man, wide receiver is one of those places I'm really struggling on. Um, this isn't a strong answer by any mean, but um, Darius Slayton, I like a lot at 48. I think he, he blows up against Dallas for sure. Um, dude, that, that just, just to like, I don't want to throw out some shit just to throw it out, but like, that's really the only play right now that I feel absolutely great about so I'm just going to throw out Slayton but at 48 I think he is just an incredible play um, I think he gets there no doubt yep yep I like that um sticking with my Teddy Bridge I'm gonna go back to the well and maybe fire up DJ Moore as a post-hype sleeper this week I like Good. him against Atlanta I think the usage is there. I think a ceiling game is definitely always in the cards with him. Uh, I think the hype's gone too far on Robbie Anderson, and I was one of the ones pushing that. So, um, right when they zig, you zag. So, I like DJ Moore this week. And then as a um, as another play, he won't be nearly as popular, I don't think, but he'll, he'll carry some ownership. I like Deontay Johnson coming back this week. I think people kind of forgot about him a little bit with going into the uh, – Concussion protocol and Pittsburgh having a mini buy. He's at 5,600. He still has elite usage. Um, down to tight end, Hunter, we'll let you uh, we'll kick us off there. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you a tight end, but one more wide receiver now that just yeah. like I, I want to make it clear on this like Olamide Zacchaeus at 3K. Like <laughs> if you're not playing him in tournaments, you're, you're really, really making a mistake. Um, get him in some of your lineups at 3k um tight end george kittle um i think i will be based off lineup construction very 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 heavily invested in george kittle um i don't even think it's considered chasing after his 43 point victory or game on sunday night but uh I, i want a lot of george kittle this week jazz you going a low option or just uh Whatever you want. Oh, I thought you were with you. Um, I'm going to go with Ingram. Yeah, I like that one. Um, he was up there for me. Eric Ebron's the other one. I think yeah. a little bit more off the board. I, I just think at tight end, you can go off the board a little bit. I mean, I think um, 
it's proven to be pretty, you know, pretty random. But to be fair, we've not had a ton of slates where, you know, Kelsey Kittle, Waller now have, have played a majority. I think a lot of these guys have been in prime time or, um, or on off weeks. Um, all right, boys. Uh, I think that's it, unless you guys are into picking defenses, which I have no clue this week. Uh, well, I'll let us end on I'll let us end on what we began with was our first play of the week. Uh, Hunter, I'll let you give out the defense since we started with uh, with that team, if you remember. Yeah, uh, Steelers and Browns. The Steelers <laughs> and the Browns. I think I think Steelers up high. And I think the Browns at 27, I think, are are awesome defensive plays with very, very high upside. Um, so those are two defenses I'll be investing in this week. Yeah, I like those two. Uh, also like the um, the Texans this week at home against Jacksonville. You know, sometimes Gardner can, can maybe turn it over. And I think with Romeo Cornell coming back in, it's going to be a little bit more defensive-minded as well. Um, Chaz, you got any defenses? I kind of pulled that one out as just, I was just looking through. No, not really. I mean, I like um, Pittsburgh a lot. The only other one that kind of stood out was the Rams, um, just because I think yeah. Kyle Allen going to have a They're good play, yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's They're true. I think it's a lot of Rams, especially if people play some Kyle Allen. Great play. All right, boys. Well, that's, that's week five. Good stuff. Monitor your injury reports, your practice logs. Uh, you know, don't uh, don't violate COVID protocol, okay? Uh, so we can actually play this game this week. Uh, other than that, unless we got any parting words, Hunter, I'll let you sign us out. Yeah, hey, appreciate y'all joining. May your screens be green. And uh, we'll catch you guys next week on week six.